0: This one took a group lift. The idea, give men fishing poles and encourage them to invite their kids to join. But it's deeper than catching fish. The Bay Area program is called Fatherhood It's Mandatory. It started about a year ago. Jason Glanton oversees it.
1: One day I was thinking, you know, the, um, the importance of fatherhood. And the word mandatory stood out, and I said, whoa, that's strong with that word man being the first three letters representing mandatory.
0: He says fatherhood is mandatory came from his involvement in another program, Empowered Minds. He just wants to help dads, which ultimately means helping families. It's all male-centered, but the foundation was built by a woman.
2: I have a Ph.D. and so one of the favorite things that I love to do is research.
0: That's Deborah Austin. She's director of community engagement with Reach Up. Since she likes numbers and loves people, Deborah often works with researchers
2: at the University of South Florida. So we get the numbers, but we also talk with the people behind the numbers. I've been working with Reach Up for almost 25 years now and we've had a fatherhood program since 2004. So one of the things that's happened is, of course, I have moved from working with fathers who are millennials to working with fathers who are Gen Zers. Mm. And so one of the things that we're finding, as the others have talked about being dads, is that the millennials and even more the Gen Zers are much more involved fathers. And one of the things that they say is that they want to be involved. Mm. Many times they just don't know how. And so that's how the programs that, you know, Jason is doing, you know, Dad's are mandatory, the 24-7 Dad program and other programs that we do. That's why it's really so important, especially for the fathers now. And then the other piece is that we know, and this was a personal situation for myself, that sometimes we're reared by men who may not be our biological father. I was reared by my grandfather. And so one of the things we were able to do was to persuade the Children's Board of Hillsborough County, who funds our 24-7 dad programs, that we not only wanted to work with biological fathers, we wanted to work with father figures.
0: And it's worked.
1: Old school told me, be hard, be tough, you know, don't let him cry.
0: Jason's son, Jason Glanton Jr. told me he's seen the transformation. I seen my dad become
3: the greatest father that I could ever ask for. He's studying journalism at Florida A and M University. Growing up I wanted to be just like my father. It's his ability to buckle down and put his family before him. I don't so I don't know if it's his selflessness. I don't know if it's just the ability to to be honest and open with me the same way I can be honest and open with him. You know, I think a lot of parents out there want this relationship with their kids where it's like, tell me everything, I want to know, I want to know, I want to know. But a lot of parents, I can say at 19, really doesn't know what that looks like when they tell you. You know, how do you make that face? I'm not even a parent yet, but I can see it. How do you not make that face like we talked about? How do you, you know, take what your kids are telling you and not lash out when they tell you, oh yeah, I did this, you know? So I think that's what I bother about my dad the most.
0: Um, what kind of dad do you want to be? Have you thought
3: about that? Of course I have. I mean, with this guy as my father, I got to fill some shoes and be better than him. Um, my dad always said I'd be two times the person he was. So that's, that's once I get there, then I can continue to increase. You remember us talking about
4: Reach Up. I works with a family, but focus on the expecting moms.
0: Ricardo Bisquets is heavily involved, and his partnership with Deborah sees parenting plans through.
4: We have uh, case managers. We we have uh, nurses. We have doulas. We have um, fatherhood programs, and uh, in the whole spectrum of the family. If I work with a dad that's uh, having issues with housing, transportation, uh, a job, things like that, we also can uh, help them to find those resources and direct them to you know in those areas. And I've been in this field for nine years, and one of the biggest thrills that I have is when you tell a father or a dad, a man that's a dad, because see, fatherhood is a position. Of, you know, so you, to have a understanding what that means, how important that position means to them. And it has nothing to do with your economical background, racial background. Uh, I've seen dads, great dads that are homeless, and I see not such a good dads that are wealthy. And I'm just, that doesn't mean either way is bad, you could be a great dad being wealthy. You could be a great dad, a bad dad being poor. doesn't have anything to do with that, but it, because it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with a lot of what they've been talking about, uh, being involved in the life of their children, not being a perfect man or a perfect dad, but being there for them and be who you are and who you were created to be.
0: What have you learned about yourself?
4: Oh, a lot, and not only through uh, the fatherhood program. I'm a father of three boys. Uh, now they're adult adult men. My oldest son Daniel, he's married. He's twenty-eight years old. I have a granddaughter, <laughs> praise the Lord. Uh, my middle son uh, Esteban, he's twenty-six, and my youngest son, who still lives at home, is twenty-one. He's still going to college, and uh, I learn from them, befriending them. They challenge me. The, uh, I learn from their character. Their, their, the three, my three boys, are different. Each child is different. And I said, Father, you need to know what the difference, what those differences are. You cannot put them, all of them together. And that's what's been challenged. I had to learn about myself. I had to learn about being patient. If I see myself, like Jason was mentioning, change, not putting a face, holding back to put a face. You know, if I'm angry, not to show that, which I've done that in the past. I've shown a stone face to them. You know, I'm okay, but I'm showing, <laughs> my face is not showing that. So they will tell me that. Their honesty and their purity to tell me that, but this is, you know, this is what's going on. And me accepting it and being humble, that's, what's, that's what I learned.
0: Are you proud of yourself as
4: a dad? I'm proud of myself as that. I am honored. Not only proud, I am honored to be the dad of my three boys. That's the key. I am honored to be their dad. And I'm honored that God chose me to be their, their, you know, earthly father here, you know. Uh, am I a perfect dad? Of course not. But I've been the best dad I can be and every day I try to improve myself to be a better dad.
0: You know I'm gonna cut it where you said, am I a perfect dad? Of course, so we're gonna cut it right <laughs> <laughs> There's a healthy balance of fun and grooming. Really, it mirrors what fatherhood could be.
2: And I asked the question, how can you have healthy mothers and babies without healthy fathers? We don't spend enough time looking at the positive things that dads do and the positive people that they are. We spent so much time trying to get men to pay child support, and you know, that's really very important. But we spend so much time trying to get men to do the things that they don't do, that we don't put enough focus on the things that they are doing. So even as we talk about our conference coming up in the fall in September, it's called Affirming Fatherhood, because that's the perspective from which we work, that there are men who are doing a tremendous job raising their own children, helping to raise other people's children, and then we realize that there are some men who are not doing as well as they want to do. They know it, and we know it. And we consider it to be our responsibility and our privilege to help those men become better fathers. So I think if we would really start looking at it from an asset based perspective that, you know, we've got some tremendous dads out there and we just want to help other men to become as tremendous as those dads, then I think we would really take a shift and spend, really spend more time talking about dads and their importance Talk in our community. Grace. No person gets it right, whether it's mom or dad or anybody. And so that's one of my favorite words, Grace. I mean, I think just being patient and loving. And when people don't know, then we step in and walk beside them. And I think that's what what Grace is all about. We don't operate, as we said, from a deadbeat dad perspective. We operate from the perspective that this brother needs somebody walking beside him to help him get where he needs to go. From
0: that, for dads in these programs, this is what's gained.
1: Reassurance, um, confidence, someone who who looks like me, and uh, the example. You know, the everyday example of when my father was in the trenches, I got a chance to see him not sweat. Uh, I got a chance to see him not put the pressure on us. I got a chance to see him go out and create and get things done. And I I think that was the biggest tool that I was able to take forward with me in my life.
0: That exemplifies strength. Absolutely. What about vulnerability?
1: Oh, good one. Good one. Um, Definitely vulnerability uh, is a a huge part of it. You know, being humble, understanding, understanding your strengths versus the things you need to work on. Um, and I think having my father there really allowed me to, to go for it without putting so much pressure on myself, without victimizing myself. Like I said, having that reassurance, but making myself vulnerable and watching my dad in those vulnerable states was super important for me to learn.
0: You mentioned the word super. Do you have to be Superman all the time?
1: Absolutely not.
0: You don't have all the answers
1: absolutely not.
0: <laughs> you, you not not even half of
1: them not not even half not even a quarter of them but through unity and through partnership and through asking questions and talking to other fathers that's where i pick up best practices and learn you know uh the next greatest thing
0: another dad in the program ronnie oates is on the board well, as fathers we can
5: all learn from each other and uh, and so when we come together collectively and we share, and we, you know, we, we we provide our our different experiences. I think in turn it makes all of us as fathers better. But with fatherhood is mandatory. I think that, you know, if we can create something where we can bring all fathers together and really and really share their you know share our experiences and learn from each other, and and really just being. Um, being being really active in our kids' lives, and uh, you know, I think that if we can come to come together collectively, we can learn from each other, and, and in turn, that will, um, I believe, make us better better fathers. For me, fishing is one of the only things that I can do to really completely disconnect from the world. Right when you're out there fishing, you're casting, you're catching fish nothing else matters it's and, it, and for me it's not just about fishing it's about enjoying the outdoors enjoying the scenery you know you go out fishing you see dolphins you see manatees I mean there's just so many things that for me are therapeutic and um and and now you know I'm fortunate enough to have my son um involved in fishing and uh, and he's I mean he talks about fishing almost every day he's like just last night he's like dad I was like Jackson what do you want to watch on TV dad I want to watch fishing Right? It's not I want to watch cartoons or I want to watch um, Baby Shark or, or what have you, you know, he's, he wants to watch fishing. And so so seeing that, you um, know, for me, is, you know, for me, it's it's, you know, it, me it's, it's it, I feel like I'm, I'm blessed that my son, he is really taking the fishing and, and really wants to follow on my footstep.
0: So essentially, the fathers are raising a better version of
2: themselves. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, that's where it starts with with all of us in terms of just becoming better versions of ourselves. And so that's what our men are doing in order to be, you know, the tremendous dads, uh, the tremendous dads that they are.
0: Shout out to all the good folks connected with these amazing programs. Throw fatherhood is mandatory or reach up in the Google search bar and get involved. You know, we do these conversations weekly. And until
4: next time, have a good one.